This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on the ride. We are both elementary school teachers. That's right, two brave men. <laughs> two brave <laughs> men and a women's field. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Have an idea? Question? Or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Hello, everybody. You are listening to another episode of the Nick and Dave Mousecapades Podcast, the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. Hey, Dave, we have a lot going on to talk about this episode. You're going to talk about some history. I'm going to give you your weekly dose of the news. And there are quite a few things to talk about, and I cannot wait to bring them up. One of which, you know, you and I have talked about magic bands and when Disney was going to start bringing them out, right? Yeah, they can customize them, but that's kind of a separate thing. So uh, we'll see what they have to say about these new Magic Bands. Right, so you can customize them, but now the new trend is to make them look like jewelry, right? So you can get a whole bunch of like gems placed on your uh, Magic Band, and one of them right now. So there's a Magic Band that is selling for $450. (laughs) <laughs> that's ridiculous dude. that is ridiculous they have so um these things only the magic bands only last for two years so i guess something that expensive you take it to disney and they replace the little transmitter inside no no not the transmitter that will stay that will stay good forever it's the battery that goes out battery yeah so you just yeah. need to replace the battery the frid or what is it the, the f the radio frequency chip or something like that can can last forever it's just you you need the a new battery so this band, I'm looking at it right now, man, and it's like purple and blue, and it's got a whole bunch of gems and like Mickey on it. You know, not not any detail, but just gems. And so they're selling for about $450. We were wondering when this was going to happen. Now, this isn't something I don't think that Disney actually made. It's something like Disney fans are making and selling them. But you know, Disney, once they see that fans are making some big amount of money on this stuff, they're going to start making them themselves and making them even better, you know? This reminds me of the charms that people put on their Crocs when Crocs were popular. Right, <laughs> just so right. Stupid. right, right, right. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know so, why it reminds me of that, but that's what it reminds me of. But you and I called this, jeez, a couple of yeah. years ago. We even said, you know what? They're going to make this look like jewelry. They're going to, someone's going to do this, and we thought it was going to be Disney, and they're going to sell it for some astronomical price. Well, you know what? Here you go. You know what the thing about those is, is that just if they could make them a little more comfortable, like I know people probably don't even notice that they're on once you when you're wearing them, but they're so stiff to me. Like I put it on my wrist and it's and it's like grabbing on the top and bottom, and I and it's not even touching my arm on the sides. 
I don't know. Oh, maybe really? It's maybe it's just me. Yeah, I don't even They're... think... I honestly don't even think about it. I put it on on day one. I take it off when we check out. You know, I, I just don't even think about it. I want it to be like a watch where you can't even, like... To me, it's not like that. Okay. Because like, I'm, I'm always thinking, is this thing going to fall off? Or is it too tight? Or... I'm always nervous about that. It actually falling off? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel the same way. Um, you know, there's a no-fly zone over Walt Disney World. You know, after 9-11, uh, big push on ensuring that nothing could fly over Walt Disney World. And Disney themselves said, you know what, we need to make this place a safe environment uh, so everyone can have a good time and have fun and not worry about, you know, something hitting you from the air, <laughs> you, sure. you know? But sure. uh, now Disney is kind of bummed because they actually want to do something with, you know, the, it's very popular right now. People are buying a whole bunch of drones, right? And you can yeah. fly them all over the place. You know, just even my subdivision alone, uh, you know, first off, we've all heard of that story with that man who shot that drone down that was spying on his girl that was, you know, sunbathing in the backyard. Right. Um, this is starting to actually become a problem. Even in our subdivision, we have... Uh, someone around here likes to fly a drone because they'll fly it and they're like skimming the streets of like our subdivision going over homes and stuff like that. And uh, we have, uh, you know, crazy Chris that lives down the street, yeah. right? He was joking one day and got out uh, like this big, huge, uh, like paper towel roll that was like, it was like a concrete tube. All right. Or right. a quick, a quick creek tube, you know? Yeah. The form. And, yeah. And throw it. And he threw it over his shoulder. Like it was like a bazooka. And uh, the thing looked at Chris and just, like, scurried off. It was hilarious. (laughs) It it was funny. So, um, you know, Disney's actually wanting to take advantage of the drones. And they put out an article, or I mean, not an article, a statement. There's an article, and it's on the Washington Post, that Disney wants to start using drones to make, I guess, a more magical experience for the guests and bring them what they want. It, the article did not state what is actually what the guest actually wants from a drone, and I couldn't even think of anything that a guest would want from a drone. I, I, can you think of anything? No. I mean, I, the place is so packed, how in the world are they going to fly a drone to some individual person? I mean, I guess on, people the, in danger? on the Disney Experience app, like, order yourself a Dole Whip, and then all of a sudden a drone comes and delivers it right yeah. to you because it's synced with your Magic Band. It's I, like, I what is it? Is it, is it Amazon that does the, uh, the like, two-hour delivery by drone, or is it... You know, Amazon, those... Amazon started doing drone stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, I think they probably took a page out of that book, and they're trying to do that at the parks. That's that's crazy. Well, how though. cool would that be? Like, you order through, like, okay, so here's an idea for you, Disney. Uh, give me give me some profit if it works out for you. You order on the My Magic or the Magic Experience app, right? You just, you, you like, order food, and, like, it, they just... They, they ship it to you by drone, via drone, like a Dole Whip or popcorn or churro, whatever. Wherever you're at, you wouldn't even have to stay in the same place and stand there for 15 minutes if it even took that long. You could literally walk around because you could sync that to your magic band. And so the yeah, drone you. literally finds you. How cool would that be? And it takes out three people as it's trying to deliver. <laughs> yeah, it lands <laughs> and everyone's grabbing for your churro and you're like, hey, that was mine. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you got food and... I could take off with that thing. I'm faster than a drone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anywho, I don't know what, what you would want. I also, one thought that came to mind was, you know those, like, blimps at sporting events and, like, sports arenas that drop down, like, coupons and stuff like that? Right. That'd It'd be cool. be cool if they would fly around and just drop 
coupons for like I, like your buddy that was on uh, last week talking about or excuse me yeah this past week talking about uh, um, the wishes presentation you know and, and, and being in stand not standby for that but like he had a fast pass for it right. right. Um, so maybe dropping fast passes, that would be kind of cool. But then I thought people would be fighting over that stuff. You yeah, know? they would. <laughs> so, Just like they do at the sporting events, right? Right. So again, I don't know what someone would want from a drone. Uh, to me, it seems like it's just another tracking device for Disney uh, to kind of just monitor everyone. I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes, right? But, uh, you know, I think that they miss out on a big part of the recording the trip if you had a drone like even if they did a few drones that just kind of flew over the crowd and posted them daily people would look at those videos and just you know they'd look for themselves and uh if they wanted to they could buy their buy the drone flyover of their family walking down you know what that's a great idea or that that drone that follows you when you're running that marathon yeah you know or whatever artist may be uh, playing some music, you know, for some parade or something like that, and you want a recording of it, right? Yeah, that's I mean, a that's, a viewpoint, that's a viewpoint that nobody will ever have. So if they have a drone that's, like, hovering over the parade and it's kind of got the floats in the foreground, but then the people along the parade route in the background and it's just doing, like, a slow pan as it goes down the street, you could see your family's reaction to the parade as they as they went down the street. I think that'd be pretty cool. Think about the wishes presentation, and the drone could slowly circle throughout yeah. the whole thing. It just makes one lap, you know, throughout the whole presentation. Right. And it's just a 360 view of it. And people would buy that, dude. I guarantee you, people would buy that. I'd like to see. I'd look for it on YouTube. Yeah, which is what I do on my my marathon runs. I look for uh, people videotaping in the crowd, and then like I'll YouTube it on on YouTube. Matter of fact, that's how I found you that one race. Yeah, I know that? you do, and this happens, listeners. Dave is a genius. He, he's super awesome at finding things on YouTube. He he found people on YouTube. It's crazy. Like he like you just said, our marathon that we ran in the past. You were trying to look for yourself or others, and you found someone. <laughs> and in the meantime, yeah, in the meantime, I found Nick getting his picture taken with. Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, meet and greet people along the side of the parade route. And I saw one of my other friends saluting the uh, green men from Toy Story. And that's the best part, by the way. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just getting your picture taken at every mile marker. Do you still have that link? Yeah, yeah. You need to text that to me so I can watch it. Will do. All right, what else? I got you off topic. Oh, no, it's all good. I, I do that a lot. I don't need you to do that. I just do it by, by myself. <laughs> Um, Club Disney is closing uh, next week, by the way. Actually, it will be closing. Um, if you're listening to this right now on Saturday morning, it, it, today is the last showing, I believe, today. Uh, February 6th, that is, will be the final day of daily operation for Club Disney. You know, this is where they have like a variety of things, like a, a dancing session with Disney characters, you know, and the club villain was there, Dave. Yeah. Um, this is right outside, I believe, the Rock and Roller Coaster there, correct? There at uh, Hollywood Studios. Um, so the daily function of this is closing up. Wow. Okay. So and there's nothing, no statement put out by Disney uh, stating that uh, what is replacing it. You know, this and just opened up, too. And it's not in the area where any of the Toy Story Land stuff is going in either. So. Uh, uh-uh. It's not, no, it's opposite. Caddy Corner, right, actually. Right, right. So um, who knows? Who knows? Yet another thing that's closing down at, at Disney Studios. Well, what's the, what's odd about this, Dave? This just opened. Just opened. Yeah. I don't know. It, I I guess it was a complete flop. You know, I Disney didn't even give it. It gave it what? 
35 days, 40 days. And that club villain sounded like a pretty cool idea, I thought. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's a fantastic idea. So who knows uh, what's going to happen there. Um, you know, talking about magic bands, one thing that we talked about was the fact that people that want to steal your identity, it would make it real easy, you would think, in theory, to steal your identity from a magic band. But um, that's not what happened. That's just uh, made me think of this. Um, so the Landry Incorporated, they own quite a few restaurants in the Disney area, like at Disney Springs and Animal Kingdom. So if you have eaten, listeners, listen to this real quick. If you were just at Walt Disney World and you ate at uh, Yakin uh, Yeti's between May 8th and December 3rd of 2015, guess what? Your credit card information was stolen, and they they were breached, by the way, Dave. That's a long stretch. May to, to when? Uh, it was May 8th to December 3rd. Yeah, I thought so, you said December. That's a seven months. Holy so cow. They, yeah, they laid low. Those hackers laid low for quite a long time. So here's the thing. Disney prides itself on saying that they're very secure. Where's the security on this? Because they they're were... going to they're going to push that off onto uh, Landry's for sure. Right. Um, but they were hackers were able to do this for a long time. Just lay low without being noticed. Wow, dude. Yeah. So uh, check both, your... both of us were at the park at, during that time, by the way. Uh, yes, we were. You're right, but I didn't eat there. And I never <laughs> ate at the Rainforest Cafe either, which they own in Disney Springs. So if you ate at the Rainforest Cafe, Dave, I know you love that place. I did not. I did, I did not, not either. Time. We were going to. We had reservations there because, you know, you said, hey, eat at the Rainforest Cafe. Right. And I canceled them and went to the T-Rex restaurant. Yeah, good choice. So, oh, I love that. By far, Aaron and I have always... Okay, so... T-Rex restaurant, by far the best meal I have ever had at Disney World. Hands down. Best food, best atmosphere, and you get a ton of food. Did I mention the food? You get a ton of food. It is awesome. Go to Kansas Um, City. They have one there. Yeah, I know. Um, But it's not in Disney World, so yeah. It is not. Um, And uh, the Liberty Tree Tavern, an excellent place to eat as well. All right, so moving along. Um, I want to finish uh the new segment with a story coming out of animal kingdom and we all heard this last week and a matter of fact after our podcast uh i guess uh published i was so upset because something like this something this big happened just a day after we published our podcast and it was you know just being a day late on the news just kind of just i just i couldn't take it so here i'm reporting it now disney's animal kingdom we all heard about the little boy the eight-year-old boy who was bit by a snake at animal kingdom Apparently, supposedly, you know. So, apparently this 8-year-old boy, snake fell out of a tree, bit the little boy. They went to a medical treatment center within the park. They just put a band-aid on him. Well, this family is suing, Dave, Disney World. Yeah, and the snake wasn't even a Disney snake. It was a it was a local snake, and they said it was like you said it was non-poisonous, but it's just a random local snake fell out of a tree onto this kid. Yeah, so a snake swooped down. It sounds like something out of Indiana Jones, honestly. But So, yeah, snake bit a boy. Uh, a couple days later, apparently the grandmother from the group, from the family that was with them on this trip, uh, passed away at the park. But this yeah. came just uh, a, a couple days later, and they're suing Walt Disney World, saying blaming the death of their grandma over this snake bite that happened at Animal Kingdom. 
This is just pathetic. This is awful. I can't believe this family is taking advantage of their own family member's death and saying that it's Disney's fault. How is this even remotely Disney's fault? It's not. Yeah. Days later, though, I mean, I don't... Yeah, it's there's no way to spin this where it's okay for the family to think that that was the case, that, that Grandma died because of this snake bite from this kid. I know, right? So I just wanted to finish with that story. Very interesting, a funny story coming out of the parks. Uh, I hope this family is totally just laughed at in in the courthouse by the judge and everyone else that is there and sends them on their way while saying, have a magical day. Yeah, well, we're sorry for your loss, family, however, but um, this probably is not the place to be placing blame. Right, so <laughs> that's all I got for you, man. Hey, Dave, take us back. All right, let's go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. Okay, we are starting off Disney history this week, February 6th, 1985. 1985 was a great year, Nick. Cardinals won the World Series. Ooh, no, we didn't because of Don Denkinger. I was just going to correct you, but then I see where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, the umpire that missed the call when the when the uh, Cardinals pitcher stepped on first base for the out, and we'd have won the game in the series, and we lost. to the Still hated by many, by the way. To the Kansas City Royals. All right, so anyway, uh, just every time I say that year, 1985, it just it's like a stab in the gut. Yeah, that's what you think of. You think of 85 and 87. And 85, we lost the World Series. 87, we lost the Cardinals, the football team, that is, to Arizona. Yeah. And, uh, and 1985 for Halloween, my cousin dressed up as Don Denkinger, and I dressed up as the uh, Cardinals pitcher. Oh, nice. <laughs> for Halloween, yeah. Nice. All right, all right moving on. It's February 6, 1985, Disneyland begins year-round, seven days a week operation. Now, I was surprised when I read this because... That means that Disneyland closed and was only open um, – it, it was open Wednesday through Sunday. So they closed down on Mondays and Tuesdays when it was the you know off-peak season. Huh. Could, you, could you imagine going to a Disney park and them saying, oh, sorry, it's closed? I mean it's like that's straight out of uh, National Lampoon's. Right. Of course, um, you, people wouldn't be like that family. They would do their research first, hopefully. Oh, for sure. But oh my gosh. I mean I – the parks are open every day. Right. Unless, you know, no. unless you're uh, like one family going to Walt Disney World thinking you're going to be in a parade and you're actually not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. Yeah. Mickey, we love you. It's just a joke. <laughs> well, it was not the case before February 6, 1985. If you went on a when, uh, Monday or Tuesday, you were shut out at Disneyland. Next thing on February 6, 2004, this time, I put this one here for you, Nick, because it was the release of Miracle. Ooh, yeah. Good movie, man. Kurt Good Russell movie. starring on the uh, the uh, movie about Herb Brooks and the 1980 Winter Olympic team for hockey. So uh, do you think that most people think that that was a great movie? Uh, or just or just ho- hockey lovers? You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought that's... it was pretty good, and I'm not hardcore hockey. Yeah, I know. It was a great movie. It was intense. It's it's about, you know, just overcoming the Soviet Union when they pretty much had us by the kahunas, you know, um, and the hockey world for that matter. And, and to be beaten by a bunch of by a bunch of juvenile hockey players like yeah. JV squad, you're beating a bunch of professionals. Definitely, you know, during the 80s at the height of the Cold War, it's 
super sweet. Now, as far as the movie itself goes, I liked it a lot. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a huge hockey fan. But also, with that said, it's a movie that I've only seen from start to finish twice. And the second time I saw it, besides in the theater, was because I was on a flight heading out to um, Nellis Air Force Base there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Otherwise, I wouldn't have probably watched it. Um, But great movie, yeah. Yeah. We got one more February 6th for you. This one, 2009. It's a Small World reopens with a remodeled scene called Spirit of America and 29 Pixar characters on really? the along the route uh, at Disneyland. Yeah, 29. I can't even name 29 Disneyland characters, I don't think. Let's try. Or 20, Let's 20, try. 20, 20, 29 Pixar characters. All Let's right. try. So you have Woody. Go by movie. Okay, so Woody. Yeah. Uh, um... The whole crew. So you got to go Woody, Jesse, yeah, Bullseye. Okay, Woody, uh, okay, so Woody, Jesse, Bullseye, I'm Slinky. I'm to the ones that I saw when I wrote that line. Oh, okay, I'm just naming. Line. I'm just naming some. Yeah. Slinky, Buzz Lightyear, uh, Bo Peep, um, Huggin' Bear, lots of the Huggin' Bear. Um, See, what's ahead. up? I don't remember seeing any of them, but go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying they were in no, it. I'm just, I'm just naming. So that's seven. Uh, you have Nemo. You Nemo, have Dory. you have Dory, you have let's see who else who else who else Crush, who, Crush, Crush oh yeah Crush that's right and Crush Squirt Squirt I think there too um people are screaming at us right now naming yep. everyone in the I book mean, probably Marlin um, Marlin yeah you got Marlin so what are we up to we're up to twelve I think yeah I think so twelve and I'm already drawing a blank this and is and that's awful. just two movies though uh, you have Lightning McQueen, Tomater. Yeah, the whole Cars crew. Um, but it's, yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, I don't remember seeing them, but yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, dude, I mean, I'm done. I'm out. But... 29 is a lot, I thought. And I, the only ones I remember seeing are the first three that we said. Woody, Jesse, and Bullseye. And then, no, I, I take that back. I did. I do remember seeing the Nemo crew. Um, you know who just named probably like every single character Pixar has created right now within that same time frame is Joe. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, he is yeah. coming on here in a couple of weeks to play Stump the Dummy, you know, on Nick and Dave uh, when it comes to Pixar stuff. So I can't wait for that, by the way. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be awesome! Yeah, he's, right. just, he's just gonna like crucify us. That's what he's gonna do. And it's right, gonna be... he's gonna come in, drop the knowledge, and then he's just gonna drop the mic and drop leave. the mic and leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on. February eighth, nineteen fifty-two. I remember this like it was yesterday, although I wasn't alive in fifty-two. I've seen this so many times, and I have no idea why I've seen it so many times. The short Lambert, the sheepest lion, okay, was was released, and this short won an Oscar for best animation. I have to have YouTube you, that. I don't think I've seen that, Dave. I've seen it, and I don't know why I've seen it so many times. When I was a kid, I watched that. I won't say all day, but I mean, I I probably watched it a, a lot <laughs> more than most people probably did, and I have no sure. idea why. It's only eight minutes long. Uh, also on February 8th, 1965, Julie Andrews wins the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture Actress for her role in Mary Poppins. I had to report on that. That's my daughter's favorite. So, uh, Dick Van Dyke got shut out, by the way. Did not win that year for Best Actor. Huh. Yeah. Uh, here's an important date, one that we should all know. February 8th, 2001, Disney opens up its second theme park right next to Disneyland, which is called... Disney's California Adventure. Love it. Yeah. $1.4 billion expansion 
with the Grand Californian Hotel attached to it. That's all it costs, huh? $1.4 billion. For everything? Like, that's everything? Yeah, that's like, what it says. Really? Okay, well, that sounds cheap. You can't even build a football stadium for that. Man, that sounds really cheap, to be honest with you. <laughs> I would expect it to be a heck of a lot more. All right, so listen to the opening day attractions. I have to, okay. I have to say these. Uh, Animation Academy, California Screaming, Character Close-Up, Golden Zephyr, Grizzly River Run, It's Tough to Be a Bug, Bug's Life, no, sorry, It's Tough to Be a Bug, Jumpin' Jellyfish, King Triton's Carousel, Muppet Vision 3D, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, Soarin' Over California, Sorcerer's Work- Workshop, and the Bakery Tour. Hmm, okay, so it wasn't too terribly... I mean, that's big, but it wasn't too terribly big. Not, I mean, there's not... Some of those things were, like, uh, not so much attractions as they are just kinds of things. Sure, I don't, sure. I don't even know what you'd call them, you know what I mean? So, sure. Like, of those things, California Screaming, uh, Grizzly River Run, uh, Soarin', and that's it, dude. I mean, that's a short. That's a shorter day than than Animal Kingdom. At, at right, right, right. <laughs> uh, which is why they had to go through and do some major changes to that park, correct? Right, and thank goodness they did. Yeah, no joke. All right, February 9th, nineteen forty. This was the day that Pinocchio opened in Los Angeles. Two days after its New York premiere, Pinocchio, which was uh, oh man, I don't have this information in front of me. Pinocchio was what number animation movie? It was. Dave, that was the second one, dude. Uh, Pinocchio yeah, that came out after Snow White. I knew it was one of the first ones, but I couldn't remember if it was two or three. All right, yeah. So Disney is Pinocchio comes out, and it it did win two Academy Awards, which is uh, pretty sweet. Next up is February tenth, nineteen fifty one. Nick, I say this all the time, but so I guess I should probably stop saying it that I don't talk about birthdays very often on the show. But there is an important birthday. Current CEO of the company, Bob Iger, was born in Long Island, New York, on February 10th, 1951. Oh, so his birthday's coming up this week. Yeah, you gotta celebrate the chief, right? That's right. Alright, man, and I got one more for you. February 11th, 2004, Comcast announces that it's going to try and take over the Disney company, and stock prices jump 15%. Oh, wow, seriously, that's a huge jump. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know why that didn't work out for them. Dude, if I, I mean, it's one thing if I say, hey, I'm going to take over the Disney company, but Comcast, you'd think that they, they would have researched that one a little bit and, and thought, hey, this is something that we could do before they made the announcement to do it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. That sounds weird. Anyway, that's all I have for you this week in Disney history, man. Yeah. Uh, listeners, if you have an idea, a question, or want to share your experiences on the show with myself or Dave, you can always contact us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a text, please, 407-674-0414. We received quite a bit of texts coming in the last couple weeks. Keep them coming. We want definitely want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. You can listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher Radio. Watch us on the Periscope app. So to simply just follow us, listen, or watch us live, simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. It's about that time, Dave. Peace. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends. Once upon a time, in a faraway land, there was a princess. Rap Battle! 
Cinderella versus Belle. Let the rap battle begin. Another princess in my shadow come to covet my crown. You clowns want to throw down with the best in the gown. I'm the legendary story of rags to riches. Rhyme sharper than a needle and I'm giving out stitches. Huh. Like a wilting rose, you can't step to my flows. These girls are tripping, did they cut off their toes? I deserve all the praise for the foot fetish craze. I got itty bitty kicks, but legs for days. Let's look at your mentality, Freud loves your abnormality. The Stockholm Syndrome story, beauty and the bestiality. Of course you're bitter, I'm the number one star. Pumpkin carriage, perfect marriage, no one cares who you are. What's my name? Belle. What's it mean? Beauty. I'm the perfect combination of brains and booty. While I'm gaining knowledge, you're losing your pumps. Like Mrs. Possum serving shots and dishing out lumps. Cindy's dreaming she's important. Well, somebody should wake her. This gold digging trophy wife's the royal baby maker. Fear the nerdy wordy princess, cause I'm throwing more shade than the willow tree growing on your dead mother's grave. Your tale is old as time, sets us back 50 years. Do your chores, clean the floors till a man just appears. You're shallow and obsessed with looks and how you're dressed. You wanna live like Gaston? Please be our guest. Oh, I'm the one who's shallow cause your prince was really hairy. The beast was in the front until he gave you his library. Your boys have no merit. You're jealous? Declare it. Like I've always said, if the shoe fits, wear it. I'm the American dream with a fairy tale wedding. You got teapots for friends, and I think your man's shedding. Some things are meant to be, like love at first sight. Bibbidi bobbidi booyah, he was mine before midnight. A relationship rookie wants to rap about romance. You can't fall in love after just one dance. My prince saved my life, and don't be misled. You think that's funny? Here's a history lesson, honey. My movie saved the studio when Walt was out of money. You followed in my footsteps. Without me, there's no you. Disney built an empire on these tiny glass shoes. If you're so adored, where's your Academy Award? I'm the smart female heroine that can't be ignored. The moral of our quarrel and why I've got you beat, it's what's inside that matters, not the size of your feet. 